0: ever had one of those moments where you just start your day and you realize you really don't know what's going on things are happening and you feel like you're drunk you haven't had a drink at all or maybe you have but regardless you're still asking the same questions on why is this happening is this just me or is there something really going on that is life really this complex or is it really just black and white well that's where we come. I'm Cameron with Halfway Sober, the podcast that's here to remind you that you are not alone. We're going to help you sober up, figure out those ideas, and just show you that you can be drunk in life. But what you do with it, and the lessons you learn. again to halfway sober i'm your host cameron and we're back with another episode i can't tell you how exciting it is i mean this is episode three we're doing it every other week i know the first two weeks we did back-to-back episodes but the big thing was it was really just to get out there and get some episodes on itunes and whatever podcast manager you're using And I know if you follow me on Twitter, we've talked a lot about what this episode is going to be about, and it's actually going to be on dating, more specifically, online dating. And I don't know where to begin, because online dating is such a unique thing. I mean, let's be honest, in today's modern age, it makes sense that so many of us are now Dating online and meeting new people online and swiping right on our phones. It's completely different. And I guess I struggle with it a little bit because I kind of feel a little bit bitter about this. And I know that's not a positive thing and I know it's not really the greatest of things. But there's a reason why I feel bitter. Maybe it's not even bitter, I'm feeling. Maybe it's that I feel a little bit jaded about it. Like, the experiences I've had to date, they're pretty awful. I mean, and they're frustrating. And it's no lie, yes, I've had some success, and I've been engaged before, and the woman I was engaged to was a very, very nice woman. It just didn't work out. And we actually met on eHarmony. But you can't always predict how your relationships are going to work out. So... Yeah, I mean, I've had success, but at the end of the day, I I still struggle with the whole premise of online dating. So when I was online dating, and more recently, what's frustrating is just the time and effort you put into it. And now I could pin it on being black and dating, and there is statistics out there supporting that black men have it pretty difficult online, but... Let's pretend for a while that everything's equal. I'm still having the same problems, to be honest. Like, here's an example. I met this woman. Very, very, very interesting. I mean, completely caught me off guard. Um, We had a conversation that was just fantastic. And things were going really well. We met up. Had a good time. And then decided that, hey, you know what, screw it, we're going to meet up again. So we met up a second time. Things seemed to be progressing quite well. But then, like, I guess, and I'm going to preface this with, if you follow my personal blog I wrote about this, I guess she felt like I was too intense. But if you get excited about something, Initially, you're, you're very focused and you're very motivated about it. So, I mean, a new relationship, something, someone that's interesting, you're going to be a little bit enthusiastic about it. But that's not the point. The point is, all of a sudden, one day, she just fades, completely disappears. I'm talking North Korea silent. Nothing's coming in and nothing's coming out. You know, the CIA, they have their information. But in my case, I have nothing. And what do you do in that situation? I mean, how do you feel? Traditionally, when I was younger, I'd feel really crappy about this. I would feel terrible. Because here's this woman that I met, that we it off, that we're connecting, that we're making plans together, that we're having a good time. And she just disappears. And when I was younger, like I said, I would feel like there was something wrong with me. Like, you would think that you screwed something up with this relationship before it even set sail in some ways. But is that really the case? I mean, honestly, did I do anything wrong? Or is it just maybe didn't work out? I mean, who knows? When someone fades out like that, you don't have an answer. There's no closure. And people often say, all I want is closure. Well, sometimes you don't get closure. And I know that sucks. And trust me, I know it sucks. It hurts. But these are the kind of experiences you have with online. I mean, in person, when you're going out with somebody, at least they have the decency sometimes to tell you it's not working out. Online, you have that slight veil of anonymity. And you don't have to say a damn thing, and then you can just disappear. I'm talking like into the movie, you know, with the fog. Just walk into that fog; the person won't even know where you went. But on the receiving end, that's what sucks. That's where the, that's where it makes me so frustrated because you do these things, and then the outcome. Is hurtful, confusing. It's something that doesn't feel right. And yeah, we can get angry, but honestly, I'm completely supportive of people making decisions that are best for them. We decide what works out for us, we decide what's best for us. But at the same time, when you just experience a connection and then that connection just drops, it sucks. Maybe, maybe I am a little jaded, maybe I have had bad experiences, but any, ask anyone that's tried online dating, and they'll tell you the same thing. They'll tell you that it is frustrating, it is hurtful when people don't get back to you. And I, I think I'm a pretty good-looking guy. I mean, I work out almost four days a week, I try to eat right, I have a great smile, I've had braces. I mean, I can go on and on and about all, all the things that make me good-looking. And that can go on about my qualities that make me a good person. And I'm not trying to be egotistical. I'm just saying that we all have qualities and traits that are great. And we all have attractiveness. There's someone that's attracted to everyone. Almost everyone. I don't know who would be attracted to an evil dictator. But even then, you'd be surprised. So then, what's the problem? And I, I keep trying to answer this question, and maybe I'm focusing too much on the negatives because maybe there is something good about online dating. Maybe there's something that is intrinsically beneficial. But here and now, all I can think about is the things that go wrong and the things that are frustrating about it. Like messaging hundreds of women, and maybe one out of every ten get back to you. And then you try to be the nice guy. You try to be interesting. You try to say something witty. But then you get nothing. And you could say maybe it's not you're not adventurous enough or maybe you're not exciting enough. But at the same time, it's a game that I feel like we all play and we all lose. And I mean, it's not just guys. Women have the same problem. I mean, what do you do? And I keep thinking about this. I just feel like I'm being so bitter about it. But the evidence points to be bitter about it. Being single again is it's awful. It sucks. Honestly, the best marriage counseling would be to have a fighting married couple go on to Tinder and have them try to find a match. Because trust me, if you ever try to find a match on Tinder, it is frustrating. You either get people that just want to, you know, bed you, take you out to a parking lot and put you in the backseat of a car, or you get the people that want to have a relationship with you. But then if you don't meet all the criteria, you're done. Or, which I forgot, if you don't meet the height requirement. And I have to ask, how many guys are there that are over 5'10"? I still can't figure that one out. That's a whole nother topic. But those are the things that make you bitter and make you feel jaded about something, and I still am putting myself through it, and I know that. But at the same time, I ask the question... Why does none of this make sense? Now, I know I said I like to keep this light, keep it funny, and keep it positive, but this topic sometimes goes that way. So maybe it's time that I introduce my guest, because I don't think I can do this alone. Welcome to episode three of Halfway Sober. As I said, today we're going to do something a little bit different. We actually have a guest. I think it's um always interesting because sometimes when you cover a topic, having a, a varying opinion or just another view can help you to understand it a little bit better. So today I have, actually, you know what, I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves. They actually host a podcast called We're All Mad Here. It comes out every Monday, great podcast, and Rachel... Why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast first?
1: Hi, everyone. Um, Yeah, so my podcast is called We're All Mad Here, and it covers the history of um, mental illness and mental health. So we talk about facilities and doctors and questionable treatments and um, famous crazy people.
0: What kind of crazy people? Any anyone good? Or any upcoming topics that no, we should? No, nobody ask?
1: good. Um, no, we're gonna. Um, among others, we're gonna talk about Sylvia Plath. We're gonna talk about Rosemary Kennedy. She's the the one that's coming up soon. Um, we're gonna talk about Robin Williams and Carrie Fisher, and people like that.
0: That's awesome. And I I know I've been listening to it myself, and it's always a really good podcast. So if you're looking for something interesting, definitely check out Rachel's podcast. Thanks. So without further ado, and I know I, I talked about this a bit before on Twitter and on Facebook about this idea, but we're actually talking about online dating and just dating in general because I feel like, from my personal view, I feel like I'm a little jaded and I know earlier we were talking about it and I just I kind of really ragged on dating and Rachel, I don't know. I know you tried online dating as well. And how was that for you? And do you have an opinion on it? Do you feel like it makes us more jaded about things and make us feel like this is never going to work out or is it just me and that?
1: Um, I mean, I think I started online dating, partly because I wanted to kind of widen the, the field of available people because I didn't want to pool from my friend group um, because I'd done that before and didn't work out so well. And I really I went for internet dating because it's kind of the perfect way to find someone for shy people because you don't have to get up the nerve to walk up to somebody at a bar or some other... You know, uh, random social event where you know if you stumble over your words, there's a lot of pressure. Um, so it was it was nice to be able to go to a place where I could kind of look at people at my own pace and talk to as many people or as few people as I wanted. And um, I know I expressed myself better through writing, so I could take the time to formulate my responses, and it just made me feel a lot more confident in uh, my new approach to dating.
0: Yeah, and I kind of agree with you, too. And I think that's one of the upsides of it, is that for those of us who aren't always the most confident with speaking to random strangers on the street or people like me who think it's a little weird to go up to a woman and say, hey, hi, I'm Cameron, and and just, you know, what if she's, like, busy doing her own thing? I think it's kind of, like, almost, like, upsetting the balance of nature in some ways just doing stuff like that. I completely agree. But it's, like, it's weird, though, because I think – I think it is easier, but at the same time, do you ever feel like it's a little bit harder too and it's a little bit more stressful?
1: Um, Yeah, I think it can be more stressful um, because kind of the good and bad thing about online dating is that you all know why you're there. So it's... I'm trying to think of the right way to put it. Like... You're really diving in headfirst, and everyone knows that everyone else is also diving in headfirst. So there's a little bit of pressure to make this person the right person, because eventually you are going to have to meet in real life. And at least I think that you know going out on dates and things like that can be really exhausting and really um, disheartening. So you know, without without the kind of It's weird to say it, but safety net of being like, well, you know, we can go out and it doesn't have to be a date. We can just get to know each other. When you're online dating, everyone knows that the first time you meet, it's going to be a date.
0: That's so true. And I think sometimes people forget that because um, I think I told you about this when the girls show up to the date completely drunk. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, I mean, I get being nervous and everything, but you know this is your first impression of somebody but you're here completely smashed out of your mind slurring your words and expecting me to kind of be okay with that you know (laughs) but i'm sure you've had the experience have you you ever had any like of those odd experiences or those kind of first impressions that you're like well i'm glad i found out this right away i mean because i think that's the one thing that with online dating is that it's more i feel like it's a little bit more compressed with relationships you that people really quickly and you find out instantaneously. Oh my gosh, this person's like a like Jeffrey Domler hiding in the closet or something.
1: <laughs> Do you mean like before I met them or when I met them?
0: I don't know. Maybe a little bit of both because I, I know I've had the experience where I made a joke and and the, I got a response that was just like nope i'm like okay (laughs) so i don't know maybe have you had experience with either in person or kind Um, of like still talking to him
1: i mean i the i don't know if we're revealing that we've dated on this episode or not but uh you were the first date i actually went on like i talked to a few guys before um i talked to you but I never actually went on a physical date with them until you invited me out. But when I was kind of uh, perusing the selection, um, there was one guy who, he was probably like nine-ish years older than me, but I was like, well, I'm kind of tired of dating guys my exact age. I feel like I'm babysitting all the time. So, you know, I looked at his profile, and on eHarmony, which is what I used, they had... um, These sort of like questions and you could answer with a scale. So there was this one question that the guy chose to answer, which was how many times a day do you get angry? And now I have a little bit of a short temper myself, but I don't really think I get angry every day. Um, I don't really come across things to find to be angry about every day. But this guy was like, I get angry three times a day. And I was (laughs) like, "What? okay. (laughs) no (laughs) i'm not i'm not dealing with someone who finds something you know uh worthy of losing their temper over three times a day that seems a little excessive
0: that's crazy that i mean at least he was honest right
1: yeah but
0: yeah i mean for everyone listening me and rachel did date um And we actually met online and we're still really good friends, even though we're not together anymore. And that's the nice thing about being podcasters. You have a lot of close friends that do this and, and Rachel's absolutely right. And it's kind of funny that she mentions that I was the first one that she went out with because when I was online dating, and I know we talked about this, is that I was going on like 30 dates in as many, as a few days as possible. (laughs) And I finally got so tired and frustrated. I'm like, okay, this is the last one, (laughs) which happened to be Rachel. But do you ever like I'm thinking about this. You said you tried eHarmony. You didn't do any OKCupid or um, Match.com, right?
1: No, I did not. Um, It was actually a big risk, I thought, for me to try eHarmony because, you know, just being online and just talking to people who have done online dating There are a lot of horror stories out there and when you have um, like Instagram accounts like by Philippe and just people posting screenshots of like Tinder and things like that, you can see um, how many, and this is especially true with women, how many times the guy goes from, you know, being really sweet and flirty to being like you're fat and i hope you die so i was really <laughs> worried about trying that and that was one of the reasons that i went with the harmony because yes you do have to pay which is kind of annoying but i think it's kind of worth it because you have to take this really long involved test and you might not even get accepted um they really go by people's uh answers and what they can provide them to uh see if they'll be able to use the service. Um, uh, yeah, but I didn't want to try like OkCupid and things because I really didn't want to be harassed. And the nice thing about eHarmony was that you have to go back and forth with these automated questions before you can even directly write to the person. So there was really no chance of being harassed. And I never did get harassed. I think I was on it for like six months and... You know, if you if you ghost someone or if you just decide that they're not for you, I did not get cursed out once, which was nice.
0: Oh, I can I can agree with that, and I think it's it's kind of sad, and I don't know if you know, eHarmony just switched to where now it's like every other website, <laughs> so it's a little sad. But at the same time, I kind of I kind of agree with that. That was one thing that seemed interesting because with OkCupid, I know it's it sometimes is like the wild west and tinder is a whole nother i don't even know what to say about that one and it's just like it's it's so weird and i think about it and i feel like there's got to be a lesson somewhere in all this dating because i feel like people often give it a bad rap online dating but at the same time it's i feel like it's the new the new thing i mean We don't meet people the way we used to anymore. It's not like we can walk outside and our parents introduce us to our neighbor and we wind up marrying our neighbor, you know? Did you ever, and here's the interesting question, did you ever get to the point where you're messaging someone and you're like, I don't know if I should keep doing this, but I feel bad if I don't actually say something to them?
1: As far as like ghosting ghosts?
0: ghosting because i i'm a terrible person because i hate ghosting and i'd rather offend somebody or upset them than ghost them (laughs) so have you ever done that
1: yeah i i don't think i ever ghosted anyone because like you said i don't i don't think it makes someone feel really good about themselves um because I don't have a ton of experience in dating in general, but also dating online, I was only ever ghosted once, but it made me feel really bad because as far as I knew this guy and I were getting along really well and he seemed really cool. And then like we had been having a conversation, like at least once a day for, I'd say like a week or so. And then all of a sudden he just disappeared. And I was like, well, I'm like looking back through our conversation going, what did I say? And I couldn't find anything that in my mind would scare someone away. But I guess I'll never know because he never contacted me again.
0: Yeah, and and that's the tough part. And I think and I think that's sometimes where I feel like I get so upset and like frustrated with online dating and, and dating in general. And I think earlier, like as I introduced this episode, it was just one of those things where I, I was i wanted to tell a story, but now I'm like looking at it and I'm like, I was really negative. I was really dogging all this stuff, but at the same time, we're all human, you know? It's it people are gonna be people. There's gonna be jerks, there's gonna be assholes that flip out on you and tell you that Oh, you're a horrible human being because you didn't go out with me. So, I completely understand and I know as a as a guy, we don't have to deal with that as much, but I hear you ladies out there and Rachel, you can you probably can confirm this from some of the stuff you've seen or even your friends have sent you where you guys get some really awful stuff, <laughs> and I, I often wonder how how women continue to keep going with it when they really know that there's some there's some nut jobs out there.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't really understand getting upset when someone you know ends up deciding they don't want to go out with you. Now, I will say that in some ways, women do have it easier in that we get a wider selection. Um, I know that you know all those experiments have been done where a man signs up under a woman's name and. Whereas a man, he might get five women contacting him as a quote-unquote woman, he might get a hundred contacts within a couple minutes. But (laughs) that doesn't necessarily mean anything is better because, um, you know, if if I get 95 guys contacting me who are only interested because I have the proper body parts, um, it's not exactly quality. and it just when there are only like five guys that I might be interested in, and they're lost in a sea of a hundred, it can be hard to find them, and I might give up. Whereas you know, a guy might only get five women messaging him, but those might be five quality women. Um, but also, like you said, with the the craziness that women have to deal with, um, give me a second. I need to think. Um, yeah, I I don't understand the, I don't understand getting angry over someone not wanting to date you. I suppose maybe it's different when you do have a smaller pool to choose from, but in my view, I would find it more hurtful for someone to go on a pity date with me and then two weeks or two months or two years later just be like well you know i was never really into it to begin with you're not my type i don't find you attractive whatever i would find that way more upsetting because to me then it really is a pity date and i've just been being stupid the whole time
0: yeah i agree with you on that one and i think that's that's really the crux of the argument there is that all this stuff going on, yeah, it's frustrating. And yeah, everyone has a different experience, but it doesn't mean that all like say, "Oh, cool. I'm never dating again." I'm going to be some crazy cat guy and buy a hundred cats and just sit on my front porch and scream at the kids walking across my grass or something. <laughs> so uh, I can't agree more with everything you said. I think that's where I kind of got lost on this episode. Is that I was like really upset with everything, and I'm just like, I'm just going to dog it, and now I'm. I, kind of talking it out you know it, it changes your view so if there's one thing from online dating or dating in general that if you could say in part one like word of wisdom or like sum it up what would you say what would be the lesson that you would teach everyone else kind of going out and foraying into online dating
1: um, I think the biggest piece of advice I would give is to use the platform that you're comfortable on um I already talked about kind of why I didn't use OKCupid and things like that. But I think when people first embark on online dating, they feel like they have to sign up for everything. They sign up for Bumble, they sign up for Tinder, they sign up, they sign up for um eHarmony and OKCupid and plenty of fish. And if you're just looking for a one-night stand, then use Tinder. But if you are really uncomfortable with the idea of a one night stand, don't use Tinder because it's gonna make you really upset and you're just gonna feel more hopeless. So um, yeah, that would be my biggest piece of advice is don't waste your time on platforms that aren't really what you're looking for um, because it's just going to seem like there's no one out there for you.
0: And I, I couldn't said it. Be- I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, I think that's really the case because you do what you got to do and use what you want to use. Because at the end of the day, it's your yourself that you're living with, and yourself that makes the decisions. So that <laughs> that's so perfect. Well, I think that's everything for today, Rachel. Any other words? Anything else that um, upcoming podcast or anything interesting you'd like to share with us before we go?
1: Um, well, this this month is Minority Mental Health Month, so I did a three-part series on uh, black mental health. We have the history, the contemporary, and um, a little bit on a certain, um, uh, what am I trying to say? And a like a mini episode on a uh, kind of mental health clinic that opened in Harlem, and Cameron is actually featured on... Uh, the second part of that series on, uh, modern black mental, mental health. Um, and then coming up, I have an episode this week about, um, student stress. That's a mini-sode. And then I'm going to go into the lobotomy, uh, kind of series. So yeah, that's going to be disgusting and you should check it out.
0: Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Well, everyone again, thank you, Rachel for coming on and hearing me Ven, and sharing some ideas about dating and again yeah. check out her podcast we're all mad here you can check out her webpage at what is it allmadpod.com and then also on twitter as well and it's available in itunes and again thank you everyone for listening and you'll hear more from me later so all right rachel thanks I want to thank you again for tuning into this episode of Halfway Sober. I'm really excited that I'm actually able to put out an episode each week, get some feedback here and there. So keep those coming. I mean, your feedback, your comments, your messages, emails, whatever you want to send, they matter to me. And as I go along, I'm going to tweak the podcast to make it more enjoyable for you. So if you do have any ideas or questions, feel free to tweet at me at HSoberPodcast.com. Or if you want to, just head over to our website halfwaysober.com and leave me a message and I will do everything to get back to you and let you know what it means. Just remember, life doesn't always make sense. Sometimes we'll stumble through it like we're a complete drunken mess, but that's why we're here at Halfway Sober. We're here to help you sober up. And last week, I know what I did at the end of the episode was I talked about some podcasts that were really interesting to me. So...